0: what's up guys welcome to the ready set show podcast i'm your host dt thank you all for joining us this week and if you're into music gaming and more you're in the right spot red set, set showtime Greatness Productions proudly brings you episode eighty of the Ready Say Show podcast with your host D T. And now
1: more locks
0: Yeah, you guys might be thinking, "What the fuck?" I thought you two hated each other. No, we're like brothers. Life's crazy, man. I got to tell you guys and why. Morlock has always been a damn good friend of mine, and while I believe in shit, like signs and everything happens for a reason. Do you, Morlock? Because it's kind of crazy how we met back up, huh?
1: Yeah. I mean, I always believe that everything happens for a reason. I'm a huge believer in karma.
0: Yeah, yeah, me too, bro. It turns out, like, I was at the doctor's office because my old doctor actually left and in this particular building there's just you know different doctors so i just moved to another doctor well it turned out morlock had the same doctor and i'm just sitting there in my first appointment i look up and i see morlock and i'm like what the fuck and you know i mean last thing you know we had a few words or whatever i'm not gonna like go into that shit but he came up to me and you know and i'd been wanting to talk to him and you know i'll say it now like i said it back when we were going to do it the first time and why morlock was the first person i thought of is because he not only is like a damn brother to me
1: but i i
0: knew he would be the best out of everybody i know at doing this podcast and why i'm so glad that he's back but i said look man i want to talk to you and he was like, yeah, me too. And I remember you were like, "You were like, I'm going to text you. And I, and I kept going, no, I'm going to call you. <laughs> and you. And then later on, I seen you again. He was like, all right, bro, text me. And I was like, no, I'm going to call you. It was cool. And I called him later on, and, and literally, we squashed the beef and, and or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Squashed the dumb you shit. Could,
1: uh, you could uh, fill up the Taj Mahal right now if you uh, get all the all the smoke that you just blew up these people's asses <laughs> of my reference that you just made there
0: yeah <laughs> whatever you know what i mean the ignorant <laughs> dumb shit but it was just like like i told Morlock, man I, I just really wish valued this friendship more than we sat down and talk and and i feel like a lot of it was just a misunderstanding and me being an idiot and and listening to the wrong people which you know man I, i've avoided that problem for so long because that used to be a big problem of mine if something was bothering me i would always kind of listen to other people and that shit always comes back to bite you in ass man that's why i tell people if you got a gut feeling go with it letting people play gas truck, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it wasn't so much as that. You know, a lot of people that I was hanging around at that time, they didn't fucking know you, and, and and you know, and like I said, man, there was things that I said and you said it was wrong, but it's all good now, and, and I'm glad you're fucking back, bro. And and most importantly. Glad to be back and most importantly that we're boys again man and because morlock was always the guy if i was down or depressed or whatever he was that friend that i would call and just get it off my chest kind of like uh what inspired the let's have a rant segment i would call him and he would talk to me and a lot of times i was pissed off or whatever he's that friend that makes you see okay well look man i know it's bad but check this out it makes you feel better and where we weren't talking i I didn't have nobody to call, so I just kind of had to bottle that shit up, and I hate doing that. You know? That's because
1: we're getting old, this shit. Our, yeah. part, our definition of hanging out is going and shopping and getting a full of cashed.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I'm like, I watched uh, a good movie the other night, and they're like, what? I seen a live show.
1: Went, went and seen one of these moving pictures here the other day yeah dude
0: what are those motion pictures
1: you talk about some snazzy gals they even showed some leg up in there that Delman Louise that's some hot gals right there
0: yeah I mean this is crazy and people have shit like that I'm like dude I went to Lollapalooza Warp Tour and I'm like oh okay uh I watched a good movie the other night on Netflix, I mean, because I, I just chill at home anymore. I mean, I, I go out and do shit every now and then, but not near like back when we were playing music and shit like that.
1: We're, we're going to go bang it at Coachella and party at the Quad later. You <laughs> in, man? Like, nah. I, I can't miss murder episode.
0: yeah i've had a few of my friends invite me to different festivals and don't get me wrong the lineups are unbelievable so many of my favorite bands that i would love more than anything to see and then i look at the price and just think well uh let me know what happens i mean it's worth it don't get me wrong shit going on with me right now financially i just can't afford it that's why i just hang out around the house anymore and i'll go out occasionally like i said but until i get things caught up i'm just kind of chilling for now a lot of it where we live let's be honest greenville's not exactly action-packed i mean years behind every fucking town surrounding us you know
1: they took away our one-only attraction, the skating rink.
0: Yeah, I know, and put in a cowboy church. We're getting the newer
1: <laughs> on my rink, Daniel. Uh, excuse me,
0: son. You can't come in here unless you put your cowboy hat on. I mean, I don't... I, it seems like somebody I know's grandma went there, and I'm trying to remember what they said. I guess it's just you can wear whatever or something. I can't remember. There's some, something to it. I, I don't know why. They did that. I mean, dude, there's literally a church every 20 feet here it seems like.
1: Most of the for a reason. Yeah, exactly.
0: So anyway, guys, we got a lot to talk about this episode. Uh I mean, so much is going on and uh really quick, guys, sorry that I haven't really posted much and uh that we've took a few weeks to get this episode going as uh this is the reason why Morlock was back and i wanted to wait and do it with him and letty leaving the show with 68 episodes with her and you know we always wish her the best and guys i gotta tell you i'm really excited for the future of this podcast with more luck being back man i'm pumped up to do episodes now excited looking forward to it again and not that i wasn't before i feel better doing it with a co-host and not that i had any issues doing it myself I, i certainly didn't this go around as i did the first time i tried it but man it's just morlock with him being such a good friend and and us having the same sense of humor and personalities pretty much man it just makes it a hell of a lot more fun and entertaining for not only us but for you guys i want to go in briefly how me and morlock met guys i think back when we did those couple episodes we briefly talked about it
1: 2007 was when it was
0: yeah 2007 it seems like yesterday like it was like i just know more like a couple years but dude we just became such close friends just so quick when we had met playing music hanging out a lot dude like i mean instantly when i met when i met you and uh, tell everybody how we met
1: playing music pretty much we had a band together six day ruin wasn't really called six day ruin at the time uh, at the time, it was just me and my buddy, Chris. We was just jamming around, playing music, and uh, then we brought our buddy Jake in on guitar. 12 Gauge Heritage, they that was the band that D.T. was in at the time. They were doing their thing, and they were fixing to go their separate ways, and then they heard about us playing, and so they started coming over and jamming with us, and that's how we ended up forming six, that we went together. That's when me and Daniel Matt.
0: Yeah, and I remember... When I was in 12-gauge, our lead guitarist who passed away, rest in peace, Mitchell Roberts, crazy-ass Mitchell, man. I remember him always talking about, like, man, you got to hear this guy, Morlock, dude. I remember the reference was you sounded just like the guy from Cold Chamber. And I was always wanting to meet you and hear you sing and stuff like that because, they, they, I mean, they had talked about a lot. Yeah, man, it was cool when we all started jamming. I wish, though, looking back, like you remember the band we had later on, where it was, it was me, you, Jake, and what was it,
1: Jared? No, it was it. Jar it wasn't Jared. It was Denny.
0: Yeah, it was Denny. Holy shit, we had, yeah, we had a band without Jared. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, that was a good damn good band. And you know, man, I have tried so hard. To get a hold of Denny Dunn, man, because, dude, he was like you are to me, dude. He was like a brother, dude. He always, he was one of them dudes, man, that just genuinely looked out for your well-being. Like, he was your friend, first and foremost. Right. And, uh, I mean, that dude became obsessed with music granted when we would record and lay down tracks it would take him so long to do the editing and finally have the finished product but it was because he was just so obsessed with it just sounding better than a studio quality and though we were always like damn denny hurry up he always made it sound good and i remember one recording he did make sound better than one that they had went i wasn't with them but him jared and preston went to nashville and recorded and he made one of our recordings at his house sound better than that studio recording and dude they went to like nashville and recorded in a good studio he was just a hell of a musician man that gave it his all and i think denny pretty much seen the downfall of 12 gauge before any of us did, because Denny was always a dude, yeah, he would drink a little bit and smoke and shit like that, but, man, once he started doing the harder shit, you know, it was when he was around everybody out there, and I think, you know, that's why he took a step back.
1: Yeah, like I said, every one of the bands, the downfall is always the same stories, Yep. whether it it be bandmates fighting over girls or whether it be drugs or whether it be messing up shows because being too fucked up or a variety of things
0: It, it really is man and it pisses me off like and you know i flash back to it like before i started doing podcasting podcasting has really made me put a lot of that shit behind not necessarily i mean if i got a drum set hell yeah i'm still working on trying to get a set I mean, I, I love doing this podcast, dude, and it's really helped me with it because I remember I'd be working, like, in a factory or something like that, and i just get pissed because, dude, we had, and and I don't care, call me cocky, arrogant, and asshole, whatever, we had the talent to make it. I'm not saying right off, but we did. Definitely. Do I feel like, and one thing, guys, another reason I connected so much with Morlock and why I think we become great friends is, we were always there ready to play, and any of the bands that we were in, none of the members can sit here and say any time when it was time to play a show, practice, anything, nobody can name one time that we weren't there ready to go. Let me rephrase that. The first ones there ready to go.
1: Yeah, and not only that, I was one being a fresh, brand-new father. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I, I just had my first son. Exactly. So I was juggling that plus still doing the band and everything and still making time to be there exactly. for every practice and for, you know, anything that we needed.
0: Yeah, exactly. I was as well. And I tell you, man, do I miss those days and have some of the best memories ever? Hell yeah. Most importantly, I mean, I'm glad we're still cool and i'm glad that you're a part of this podcast again i, I gotta tell you
1: well, to a part of it.
0: yeah man and, and you've always been like a damn brother i don't even really say friend i say more like a brother and that's why i'm so excited <laughs> that, that that we're cool again doing this podcast and shit and i know we're going to tear shit up dude i know we are but like always guys look before we get into the music segment and stuff y'all know we talk about some shit top of the show here and uh i want y'all to go show more some love Welcome him back to the show and guys regarding the new intro and outro we've been waiting on the last few weeks uh we're still waiting on my brother he's been uh, out spinning doing his dj thing and been really busy and i've Talk to him but briefly here and there so we're still waiting on him so bear with us on the intro for sure the outro i just wanted to get a new one but i'm hoping we get that soon that way we can go ahead me and morlock can do some vocals to add in with it for the intro and or outro for the show
1: your answer,
0: yeah for real i'm like steve it's 30 maybe 40 seconds tops it don't take two months to get that and my brother's talented enough the where it shouldn't take him that long but he's probably got a lot going on i'm sure it's nothing that he's just slacking on or anything Maybe next time we talk to them, we'll get it. Right now, guys, y'all know we're with Anchor. Probably stay with Anchor for a while, but we're gonna go elsewhere and look at some other platforms that can help this podcast progress. I mean, we're not really gaining. I mean, we're just staying the same. And you know, two years in the game, I know there's a lot of other podcasts that have been out there longer. But man, I want me and Morlock to progress and be on a platform that's gonna help us as well as us help them, and it be like a partnership. And we we better each other and i'm not saying anchor don't do that but from my experience with them and again it could be some things i'm doing i'm just not happy and i'm uh, sure more lucky than either and we're just going to uh look elsewhere and a good friend of ours drama as you all know has been a part of this show from day one been a great friend of mine for many many years and has helped us from intros logos advice just helped us get on apple podcasts and all the wonderful things she's done to help this show behind the scenes and she's came on a few early episodes i think episode i believe was in the 20s like 22 or 21 so you can go back and check those out but we're thankful for everything drama's done She found a new place called Transistor that seems pretty interesting, and they got like a little free trial, Morlock. I'm going to check it out.
1: Twisted Transistor.
0: Yeah, remember that 311 song, dude? That's what it fucking reminded me of. You're a transistor. Yeah, I can't sing, but I apologize for that, guys. Uh, Morlock is the singer, so excuse that cringe. Moving on. Seems pretty cool. Like, it even showed instructions like if you're importing your podcast from Anchor, and I like their cockiness because they're like, yeah, here's how you do it, and as soon as you transfer it, you can go ahead and delete that Anchor. <laughs> like, I'm, I like the confidence there. They...
1: <laughs> no shit. It's like, it's like, oh, thanks, you showed me everything I needed to know. Bye-bye. Yeah. Yeah. But
0: yeah, go ahead and delete that shitty Anchor. I mean, Anchor page, excuse me. They add stuff to, like, oh, you... God yeah like apple podcast spotify which as you'll come to see morlock that's what majority of our listeners listen on apple Podcasts and spotify apple podcast is actually number one spotify is number two morlock i know you listen to a few podcasts what's the platform that you listen to podcasts on the most
1: the only ones that i listen to is on that v v spot or whatever
0: yeah yeah i know what you're talking about i listen to yeah. Castbox. That's a you should check that one out. Yeah, there. That's a pretty
1: good. One. Yeah, I'm listening to Cash
0: Yeah, I actually got our episodes. we'll actually, post yeah. to there too. So it, it, we're on there. We might even be on the one you're listening on. If not, we'll get it on there. But well,
1: we'll tell them
0: for sure. But yeah, guys, that's a little little update for the show. But most importantly, we're just gonna more locks back. We got some local news here. I mean, I hate kicking off the show like this, but I knew this guy. I know his sister as well, and y'all might know him, uh, Nathan Knight. For those of y'all who live around here locally, uh, he goes by the nickname Babo. Back when I was in my young, wild days, I was locked up and i remember that's where i'd met him i just remember he was just funny as hell didn't care he was real young when i met him and he would just be one of them goofy dudes that just do that outlandish shit in there to make people laugh but he was just kicked back i had a good time i mean he never disrespected anybody and he made us all laugh never got on anybody's nerves and i always got along with him i always thought he was cool and he's one of them dudes he didn't take no shit either but he would also take your mind off the shittiness of being in jail you know it's it's hard doing it being in there it's boring you're thinking about shit on the outside how much time am i gonna get and then you you know you also hear a lot of other people's problems and shit like that so it's cool when you got somebody like that that makes you laugh but and they they're cool and they actually don't get on your nerves and overdo it like some of them dudes in there and the crazy shit they do more like i know you know what i'm talking about some of the goofy shit them young guys do in there
1: Yeah, well, they're usually getting messed with by all the fucking old heads.
0: Yeah, it used to be like that, but now that has definitely changed. The last I heard, it's the young dudes messing with a lot of the older people coming in there. That's that's the word I got. Now all the old heads that go in there, I've heard some really crazy shit.
1: Take your ass to the pooper right (laughs) now. You better get that critter to the shitter real quick. To
0: Nathan Knight, man. I'm not good friends with him, but I know him. First, they didn't really know what happened. Well, it turns out he unfortunately, and uh, rest in peace, shout out to the Knight family, and uh, our thoughts and prayers go out with the Knight family as they deal with this tragedy. According to the Greenvillesun.com here, authorities continue their search for a man and woman as individuals of interest in a pair of weekend shootings that left one man dead and another hospitalized. Sought for questioning are 24 year old William Jacob Silvers, and that name sounds very familiar, and 29 year old Whitney Ann Legg in connection with the shootings early Saturday of Nathan Knight and Gary Garner. Quote, we are still looking for both, unquote, Sheriff Wesley Holt said Tuesday morning of Silvers and Legg. The guy, I don't know if he got shot in the process or whatever, but I think a little update to this. They found him in a hospital or some shit, I think, over in Morristown, so they might have actually called him now, because I know he ended up in the hospital, is what uh, my fiancé was telling
1: me. It's something about fatal wounds or something like that?
0: Yeah, I, I mean nathan not like i said i haven't really talked to him but i mean dude he was always one of them dudes he might have acted goofy and shit but like dude it wouldn't take no shit you know what i'm saying so he probably got a few rounds off him or this other guy uh gary garner i guess is the guy they found fatally wounded so uh said that Knight was found early saturday on richland road in tusculum Knight had fatal gunshot wounds authorities said before Knight's body was found sheriff's deputies were called to a home on round knob road after receiving information about a shooting victim there they found 37 year old gary garner quote suffering from multiple gunshot wounds unquote a news release said garner of chucky told deputies that he was in the tusculum area when he was shot he was later taken to johnson city medical center garner's condition was not available this was as of Tuesday. So the TBI and the Sheriff's Department are, you know, investigating this. And uh, real quick, the Silvers guy, the one of the shooters, is also known as Fat Boy, not to be confused with beefy tits, tubby shit.
1: <laughs> oh milky-go-lucky. I just thought
0: it was so funny that they included this. Like right towards the end. Like by the way, they call him Fat Boy. Like yeah, that really fucking narrows it down
1: there. <laughs> yeah, this is Greenville, Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: oh, oh, you, oh, Fat Boy. Yeah, I know oh, him.
1: Like, you look there, Fat Boy. Yeah. Fat, fat Boy. Where? I don't know where he lives. He he's yeah. over next to Sheila.
0: Let me go talk to the one of forty fucking people that I know that are fat. it says uh this is what i found interesting too listen to this shit oh i guess that silvers guy has an unrelated active arrest warrant in washington county so i mean i'm sure they're not going to give a shit about that now but this is what i thought was interesting it says quote no charges have been filed at this point the investigation is ongoing unquote well if you're naming both of these as suspects how the fuck have you not found any charges? Well, you're just wanting to talk... Are they just wanting to maybe talk to them, make sure they're the shooters? Because they seem pretty damn sure that that's who it is. Yeah, I mean, what do you think? Do you think that's what it is, or what? you think they're just wanting to question them about it, or the... I mean, sounds to me like they're well, damn
1: of course they have... Well, they have to question them about it, first of all. And they're gonna question them about it. I mean... If they already know, if they have sufficient evidence to arrest them, they need to just go ahead and knock it out the park. Yeah, we don't
0: want these fucking people at large, you know what I'm saying? I mean, and by the way, that chick, the leg chick, they got, I guess, an old uh, Green County jail picture of her. She looks like she'll suck for a buck. Yeah. She looks high as shit in his Look, man again our thoughts and prayers go out with the knight family and you know i know his sister Lindsay, and i know they're all to hell and she had posted an old funny video of of nathan or i call him babo because that's just how i always knew him and uh this sucks man and especially with it being local you know what i'm saying i mean whether you know him or not dude i mean more like i don't know man I, i know when we were growing up like you just didn't hear about shit like this like this was rare bro you know what i mean yeah
1: it wasn't an everyday thing like it is now it's getting horrible
0: yeah dude because guys y'all got to think what is it you got to have like fifty thousand people to have a mall isn't that right i think it's 50. the last i looked we were ranked we were in the top because everybody said oh we're one of the largest counties in tennessee that's bullshit i think we were like 38th like we don't even have enough people everybody's kept saying why don't we have a mall and i was like you know what i'm looking this up
1: they're talking about land wise when they're saying we are the biggest county in tennessee land wise oh are we oh i
0: didn't know that okay yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe i just looked at the wrong wrong shit but i know as far as like you know how many people i know johnson city is in the top five most people but i know we're uh, like 38th I, I like i said we don't even have enough people if we were to get them all we don't even have enough people yet and that actually shocked me dude because i thought we would be well over fifty thousand now
1: yeah no kidding man especially if you've been out and tussled boulevard or the me pass yeah. around three or four walks yeah shit. i have to walk on that thing across it, and uh, shoot there ain't no crossing that
0: yeah dude what just makes me mad and we've talked about this on the show where uh, we we had this thing called hashtag changing Greenville, man, where it's just like, yeah, they bring new stuff here, but do you notice it's always, like, shit that, like, Johnson City and them, they've had forever, like, like, Ross. I love Ross. It's my favorite store. Don't get me wrong. But that isn't, like, a big name. If we were to get, like, a Texas Roadhouse or Foot Locker, Champ Sports, you get what I'm saying? Bringing in shit. Like, oh, here you go. Hey, it's new. You can't say nothing. People around here want places they visit a lot. Places that are, for example, worth driving out of town for. They want those places here, or they're just going to have to keep driving out of town. I mean, some of them new stores are cool, like Rack Room Shoes. What would it have hurt to give us a Foot Locker?
1: Get a motherfucker get a Foot Locker. We got
0: the shoe department, which is pretty much like Rack Room Shoes. And by the way, I walked in Rack Room Shoes, And the one I went to in Johnson City, it wasn't as expensive as the one we have here. And that's no surprise. As it's been known, the people that own the commons, a lot of why a lot of these new stores are coming in and the old stores left, like Kmart, Route 21, stores like that, is because they raised the rent. So I'm sure that's probably why they're having these outlandish prices. So I don't know why we got shit on and got the expensive rack room shoes it's bullshit because they actually had a good selection and i was just blown away because i was like man i can go on amazon and get most of these shoes 20 30 dollars cheaper i mean it's ridiculous the prices they have it was crazy yeah okay what would you like to see here, Morlock? Let, I want to hear your opinion on this. Name three places.
1: Oh, you talking about three new stores down here?
0: I, yeah, it can be anything. It could be shopping-wise, a restaurant.
1: I definitely, definitely want Olive Garden down here, for God's sakes. Yes. Please, God. Yeah. I've been asking and begging for that for years. And then they go and put an Aubrey's in. That would have been a perfect place for an Olive Garden, where they put Aubrey's in.
0: You see what I'm saying?
1: What is Aubrey's? And do we need another motherfucking bank?
0: Yes. For God's sake. That's beside another bank.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Hey, and if you don't like that bank, just jump across the bypass. (laughs) There's the next bank.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Like, hey if you don't get approved at AT (laughs) AT&T walk 10 feet over to Verizon I'm like what
1: (laughs) hey don't go there go over here BBT they got horses outside (laughs) he gave me a blender
0: (laughs) you know we laugh about it dude but it's an embarrassment and guys a lot of y'all that live around here that listen to the show know what we say when we're talking about places like johnson city morristown these are just the counties that surround our county i mean it's crazy but a lot of these places pretty much damn near all of them that surround this county have malls and just have way more stuff than we do like people have came here and just ask if we're stuck in the 80s it's crazy and morristown is an older looking town than ours but the years ahead of us even their second-hand shit is as good as our new shit you're bringing in like look don't get me wrong i love ross that's where i shop anyway i've always liked ross yeah that's actually we
1: are we are getting that kind of shit trickle off of jc anymore though
0: and i don't get it and you can't say it's money related because we get new cop cars and all this other bullshit they charge us that wheel tax and every year they don't fix the roads yeah, I know it ain't going. a money issue You know it ain't
1: No It definitely ain't a work issue Because God knows everybody needs
0: it Yeah, exactly my ass for it. You know, you get a lot of these kids and shit That get out here on drugs and shit like that Well, that's because I mean, look around here, bro There's not really any opportunity it, They don't make shit available Even for our kids, bro Hey, let's go to Hardin Park mm. <laughs> You know Yeah i mean really dude it's like anything and and you know i seen when they were bringing in them new stores i seen a, a thing like wjhl channel 11 we did like some interviews with people around greenville every single person they interview all said the same thing bro they said they want to just be able to shop around here and not have to drive out of town
1: yeah i know uh yeah sure i'd rather just waste my gas yeah i don't you know like I got anything else to spend it on?
0: Yeah, like right, we don't want to inconvenience anybody here. We'll we'll drive 45 minutes.
1: <laughs> y'all are putting a hole in that feller's pants right there for him having to drive an extra 20 minutes every day to get here. works y'all need to let that feller have his pants.
0: Exactly. And I remember this this older woman said that she liked that we were talking about like bringing change here, and said that to keep doing it. And she said. I can't remember now, uh, who whoever it is that approves shit like that around here, that they're cool people, but they're just old-fashioned, and they don't want to bring any of that new shit. And I don't get it because, okay, let's say it's a money problem. Bro, you mean to tell me if you bring an Olive Garden, a Texas Roadhouse, a Chuck E. Cheese?
1: We ain't saying to bring in fucking Primo's Hoochie Hud or anything yeah. like that, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly, and... If you bring that in, you mean to tell me that ain't going to make a lot of money? Dude, if they brought a Olive Garden and a Texas Roadhouse, even a Chuck E. Cheese, those places would be packed for months.
1: they bring an Olive Garden up in here, somebody's getting a butt cheek kiss for one. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, more like will we'll kiss your ass, literally. I mean, bro, <laughs> <laughs> bro, think about it. Like, kids with Chuck E. Cheese, bro. I mean, like, look when they just brought that fast food joint over there. uh, what, The one over there near Walmart. It's one of my fucking favorites. I don't know why now it has left my mind. The new restaurant, the new fast food joint over there beside Walmart.
1: He's like, I'm telling you, it's my favorite is the bomb. I just can't. I can't. Remember I, I don't know why.
0: Nothing. God, dude, it, it re- now I'm pissed. Anyway, they were packed for a month. Their drive-thru went almost to the red light right there before you turned to go into Walmart. Like, that's how packed they were. And that's just a little fast food joint. But why was it so packed? Because it was something new. It was something different. Cookout. Cookout. Cookout.
1: Yeah. I, was, I was fixing to say the hot dog. Hunt. Yeah.
0: No, that place. You know what that place is now, by the way? You know the vape shop I go to, right? The dudes at Greenville yeah. Vapor. That is now a gaming, by the way, esports place, guys. It's called Day One Esports and uh, we might as well break this on the show because we've talked about those guys and they're, they're going to be doing gaming tournaments on like pc playstation xbox they've got a bunch of systems dude yay, yay. yeah dude they got a twitch channel set up bro like i hadn't seen it in a while and i went over there the last time i was at the vape shop which was a couple weeks ago it'll blow your mind it blew my mind and i just seen it from the outside i wasn't able to go inside yet because of the coronavirus and i thought dude what a good idea But see like look that's just a couple dudes with a vape shop thought of that and these people that run this town can't think of shit like that bro. bro guys i mean this is the last time other than th- this information we're about to drop, and then we're going to talk a little bit about the rant price gouging because of this virus. But after this, guys... We will no longer be discussing this virus unless something crazy happens. I don't know. Maybe we do then. Hell, maybe we don't. I know most of us are sick of hearing about it. It, It's ruined and impacted a lot of our lives, caused a lot of us to be hurting financially and with our jobs. And, you know, so this is going to be the last bit of information that we discuss about this damn thing. So this is just a quick quick update as of May 9th, 2020. There is 14,768 confirmed cases in Tennessee and 242 deaths. 7,369 people recovered, 252,748 have been total tested and hospitalizations are 1,319. If you guys want to go to wjhl.com, you can look at all they show all the counties and uh good lord one of them's got trowsdale which i think they're saying that's like the number one county in tennessee i've never even fucking heard of that place that has the most infections they had like 1300
1: apparently that's the dale where you go get your trails. <laughs> yeah get your trials
0: but you got davison <laughs> davison shelby and yeah trowsdale here look like they're up in a damn at shelby county they got hit pretty hard at three thousand. but yeah guys but things seem to be going back to normal so that's cool i mean look we don't
1: cough on our salad bars around here
0: yeah i know i was actually shocked as many people as i've seen wearing masks around here like i didn't really i mean i figured there'd be you know older people and shit wearing them but i've actually seen a lot of people wearing those masks and my thing is the information if you just research it I mean, yeah, I wasn't underestimating it, but I'm like, look, you're going to catch it, you're going to catch it, it's airborne. We did a pretty good job around here containing it. I wasn't one of them people that was like wearing a mask. I also did my research to make sure, you know, okay, I just take precautions, but I didn't go buy 75 rolls of toilet paper a day or no crazy shit like that.
1: Everybody's known my take the whole time. It's a bunch of bullshit. I ain't worried about it at all whatsoever. The only time I wear a mask is if I go into, like, a hospital or a doctor's office or somewhere yeah. like that. Everybody's uh, has a, the misconception of the mask. Whenever you're wearing this mask, you're not getting protected from the stuff going in the mask. You're protecting the people on the outside of the mask from getting what you have. Yeah. You're not protecting yourself From what they have, so the virus can still get inside you regardless. So, I mean, wearing that fucking mask is just fake belief, is all it is.
0: Yeah, you're right.
1: It's selling hope, what it is, and it's fucking disgusting to sell hope like that.
0: It, It really is. And, dude, I remember my brother sent me this video if you had an Alexa, like I've got one of those Google Home Minis, but if you had one of the Alexas, I guess some guy, he, like, sent me a video. Some guy asked it about the coronavirus, and it said that it was like a virus they were experimenting with or something, and it got out, and they couldn't contain it. I guess my brother said he asked it that, and it said the same thing to him. So if you guys can find that video, check it out. If you have an Alexa, let me know if uh, you ask it that, what it tells you. But I think a lot of people thought this virus was an election ploy for Trump to help him with election. I'm just ready for shit to go back to normal. But, all right, Well, uh, before we jump into the music segment, let's do some shout-outs, Morlock. I'll let you take the lead, brother, since you're back. Anybody you want
1: to shout-out, go ahead, bro. Uh, I want to sh- give a shout-out to this granddaddy perp, because he has done me right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I made me choke. <laughs> shout out to jared pitts we love you and miss you brother great musician just giving him a shout out just just because yeah just for the shit of it feel like he needs a
0: hug he's wanted to come on the show so we'll probably call him sometime and uh if he pencils us into his busy schedule
1: yeah as he he three ways us in on his can with a string attached to
0: it (laughs) you always give him shit about that
1: (laughs) oh my god damn you're making me swing for the fences go on your it's your turn on this one well
0: i want to shout out my beautiful family love them very much they uh drive me to be at my best every day and though we've all been cooped up in this house bro we've just kind of kicked back and you know, man, it's cool to use this time to, to hang out with your family, and despite all the bullshit going on around us, man, it's it's cool to hang out with them. And
1: You're really just going to kick me in the pants off? No, no too, I know. I was <laughs>
0: hoping you would say that. I was hoping you'd say that. It's
1: going to come out swinging, swinging. I was hoping nuts. you would say go your up, family. No, go ahead go ahead by any means uh, uh, continue with this melee attempt on my
0: nut sack i'm glad you're back on the show mo shout out to you bro i really am all jokes aside glad you're fat glad we're friends first and foremost bro i was excited to do this episode man i couldn't wait and i know we're gonna do good on this podcast bro i'm I'm excited Uh, we got to shout Drama out, man. She, she, you know, gives me advice. Hell, she's even giving me some legal advice because she's been doing some legal stuff, helping friends out. And Drama, man, she just... God wanna, knows you need it. Yeah. Yeah, trust me. And, dude, Drama, she's just one of them people. You know them people you call, they just got all those resources and knowledge about shit. She's like... As they're far, like
1: the ghostbusters
0: yeah dude except with legal shit that i don't have to look up <laughs> <laughs> it's like a small buddha covered in hair i want to shout out kellen the man that gave me the inspiration to to start this podcast man i always got to shout kellen out and last but not least, we got to thank all the listeners, man. We appreciate you guys, all the support. And yeah, trust, me, trust me, guys, we got an entertaining hell of a podcast ahead. Stick around. Stay tuned. Go follow all our social media pages, all our listening platforms. Guys, if you go to the Facebook page, scroll down just a little, you'll find a pin post that's got all our information on it. Give us a
1: follow. Share oh, us. And just to, to finalize it, I want to give a shout out to little, to little tiny Timmy and hope that his Christmas gets better this year and hope that he gets to drop his cane and gets to walk and use his little boy legs again. <laughs> what the fuck are you and talking just, I just, I just, just want you to feel better, little Timmy. Shut up, you're
0: just trying to top me, man, you fucking prick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that's a shout out. Alright, Morlock, let's talk some music. So, I brought Morlock up to speed on this. Maybe it's just because I'm on YouTube all day. It's Takashi shit. Oh, I thought everybody heard about this. My God, I can't turn anywhere as far as social media, YouTube podcast i don't care what platform it is i can't turn anywhere without hearing about takashi six nine for those of y'all who may not know we've talked about takashi's six nine on this show first things first i'm not a fan of his music i think it's unique as far as his vocal wise because he does that screaming rap and i think that's cool but i'm not into his music i mean his beats are okay and shit like that but that's just not my style of music But I think this situation now with him has got even more interesting. And as you all know, he went to prison two years, fucking with them. uh, What is it, Trayway? The Bloods, uh, that gang he was with. A lot of y'all know what I'm talking about. We've discussed it on the show. He ratted on all those guys, and thanks to the coronavirus, got out even earlier than he was expected. I think he did a total of two years. So the million-dollar question was: What would Takashi do after he got out of prison? Would he continue his career? Would he just simply be quiet, let things die down, and change his image, or would he continue to be Takashi Six Nine, the guy that trolls everybody, causes drama, calls people out, go into witness protection, and it'd be over? Well, we started at first getting word before right before he got out that he wasn't going to take witness protection. That his security would handle. And I'm like, oh, like the security you had before that kidnapped you, beat the shit out of you, and robbed you? Like those security guys? Because I wouldn't be relying too much on my security. I mean, it seems to be a lot of these dudes can be bought. A lot of them still have ties to the streets. I know those guys aren't around anymore, but I don't know. That would just kind of like make me. Unless it was, like, a professional security place. Like, yeah.
1: yo, yo, hey, y'all, you want me to just bend down here put my grill right on the curb right here? Yeah. Hey, yo, yeah right, right, right that? Like that? Okay. You <laughs> you go be, ahead and
0: you want me put it in a new account or put the money in your account or uh, y'all y'all share one
1: uh, <laughs> see the way it is though you might get you might get the first twenty thousand today because the way my funds set up yeah, I, is I got i got i got the got the chickens in the savings yeah and i gotta wait for the chickens to go into the savings and so <laughs> yeah
0: but uh I, you know that was a big question man and uh pretty much what's unraveled i knew what happened just because man let's be honest look at what people are making famous nowadays as far as music i mean let, let's be real the the chick that went on dr phil the cash me outside girl got a million dollar record deal a million plus dollar and i think she even she just got well, another one if
1: you consider that crap music
0: i know bro but the point is is look at the people that li- that are making these people famous i mean just just look they think that is good music They think these mumble rappers are actually talented rappers. And it is so crazy to me how a lot of these guys even have record deals. And then you got this kid, Little Zan, make a two minute song. Half the song was him going, fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. I was (laughs) like, it was like he's a mentally challenged kid that they felt sorry for and gave a record deal. Really, that's what he sounds like.
1: (laughs) Fuck that shit.
0: Fuck that shit. And then then, then here's his rhyme. Here's his rhyme. Fuck that bitch. Fuck that shit. (laughs) Fuck that bitch. I was like... (laughs) Fuck that shit. Me and Morlock, as y'all know, we're into metal. We like rap, hip-hop, other kinds of of music, too, minus country and a few other genres of music we don't particularly care for. But we respect if you pick up an instrument, actually have talent. But our heart is with metal, rock... Alternative, Jones,
1: Mudvayne. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mudvayne.
0: yeah. Chad Gray, come Death back. Jones. Chad Gray yeah. needs to start Mudvayne. Every other band is reuniting right now, except Mud. Yeah, yep. I don't know. Chad Gray, quit being a bitch and just do it. Come on, man. God, they would make millions if they did it, bro. But anyway, we've digressed but there's some band struggling right now that actually has talent and or rappers artists whatever and then we get these fucking idiots but it, anyway so i'm sitting over here the other day and here comes a video from Six Nine, and he always has these unique fucking names that doesn't have anything to do with the song this one's called gooba uh don't know what that is don't even want to know really and uh, got a bunch of chicks in there shaking ass. The song, lyric-wise, it was embarrassing that I had to lose three whatever some-odd minutes of my life to, to sit and listen to that. Like, like, I'm pissed off that I won't be able to get that time back. It was at like 300 million views last I searched. It was like 100 million, 300 million. He broke Eminem's YouTube view record, I'm assuming, I think for 24 hours. Eminem had like 60 something million and. yeah takashi just blew that out of the water but again it's just a lot of people he hadn't been around in two years just curious what was going to happen if he keeps these views up i'm very curious to see if that happens then he goes on instagram live later ends up with two million views shatters their record Um uh, again i believe it was just a lot of people curious to what he was going to say especially with him you know being an informant and snitching on all of those guys he's he's talking shit at first you know that's Takashi. if anybody y'all know him he's a troll he's saying he's the king of new york starts showing off his fucking jewelry and he's the king of the
1: rainbow leprechaun
0: yeah you know i'm surprised he had to get the judge's approval to make the video i guess he made it in his backyard or whatever somewhere in his house and he was still talking about bussing a hundred shots which i found interesting at one point in the song you know he's embracing i think he's doing the m&m at the end of eight mile thing to where he he, he's going to make fun of himself so that nobody else can really when they do it they're going to look like an idiot yeah yeah because he turned himself into a rat during the video and, and started laughing and well then he starts breaking down on why he snitched now when it comes to this situation with Takashi 6 9 and the whole snitching thing, I feel like you have people that are torn. one hand, you've got a set of people that are really from the streets, really live that life, whether it be in gangs or whatever. Let's be honest, Morlock, we definitely don't fit in that category. We're not from the streets. We've never lived that life, though. We've been involved in some crazy shit. We were never in a gang or anything, I don't think. Have you been in a gang? I don't know about Morlock. I'm
1: um, repping the perps. <laughs>
0: So, Morlock's not in a gang. He's in the perp granddaddy gang. Getting uh, old. Yeah. He starts saying that, look, bottom line, yeah, I told. But what did y'all want me to do? You want to talk about a street code, but these guys, they fucked my baby's mama, which I, I don't really, I'm not really going to count that because that dude didn't give a shit about his baby's mom. He rarely, you never heard of him going and seeing his daughter. Okay, he lost me there. Well, then he made made a good point. Look. They did kidnap him. They did hold him at gunpoint and robbed him. He did have to get away or he, they might have shot him. They were stealing from him because right before he went to prison, he fired all of them. And when he fired all of them, there was a wiretap. And the leader of the Nine Trey Bloods did green light for him to be murdered and in fact was talking with uh I believe the rapper Jim Jones. Even Jim Jones was like, Y'all need to check this dude, he needs to be violated and then the, the leader of the nine Trey bloods was like, No, super violated and I guess the deal was they were gonna kill him and then dump his body over in California and as you all know if you've kept up with this story, Takashi had a lot of beef with people from the west side because he said he don't have to check check in with anybody and he disrespected a lot of people from the west coast so that's why they were going to do it make it look like they killed him and just been like hey look he ran his mouth and one of them finally got him so then we have this set of people with what i just described that and a lot of them were takashi 69's fans i'm sure but sympathize with them and say yeah dude look at what all he was doing to him behind their back and like takashi stated in his instagram live why do you want me to be loyal to them when they're not being loyal to me i mean look what all they did to me and who's to say that if i did hold it down and stay loyal to them that they wouldn't do something to me in prison anyway and then you're gonna have a group of people that say well look dude you chose to involve yourself." with gang members so also involve yourself in gang crimes and shit like that he was on video stating that he wanted to put thirty thousand dollar hit out on chief keith and trippy red he tried to get him jumped and chief keith shot at so he's not exactly innocent here either so like i said you just have a lot of people torn and really i think it just ultimately comes down to what lifestyle you come from i mean right now we're riding the hype of takashi's out how's he gonna act and like charlemagne the god said from the breakfast club man here we go again if he would have just came out laid low for a year who knows maybe a lot of people would have forgot about the shit but he's coming out and doing the same shit again and taunting people and this time it's worse because of this time he put people in prison so you're not only got them gunning for you what about their people on the street it's already been recorded of a guy on uh dj academics podcast it was an old gang member i think or he may still be a gang member i can't remember the guy's status he may still be in the gang they said that they should go after his family so you keep taunting and taunting and let's be honest Takashi's has had a lot of close calls on his life here he goes again and this time I'm telling you guys like Charlemagne the god said too you keep taunting and you keep doing that you got a bad combination of just everything going against you with the snitching now and now you're taunting on top of that and acting like a troll like before he said he'd either be in jail or dead he already went to jail so what's left so if I was Takashi I think I would probably shut up I'd probably lay low for a while because some things in life are more important and you don't want this to come back on his family god forbid and you've already heard one guy threaten to go for his family who's to say these guys don't eventually just start getting tired of his shit because he's always out there running his mouth and do something about sometimes you just got to learn humility know when to bow out gracefully and pick your battles and just know when enough is enough and what lines you can cross and what lines not to cross takashi hasn't learned that he just thinks that he's above everybody because his number speak for him and yeah when it comes to record sales the rap game and all that shit's true but you're out here playing with people's lives this is real life shit this isn't rap beef okay you're creating a problem that i'm telling you you don't want and that will end very badly for you you might get away a few times but eventually it's going to catch up to you when they're telling you look dude this is rico and you know rico was made to take down the mafia so it ain't nothing to play with it's like the Wu Tang Clan. Mm, and no, it's nothing like the Wu Clan, more <laughs> likely. It's quite the opposite. But they're coming at him with 40, 50 years. If all that's happening to you, I mean, what do you do? A lot of people are going to be hesitant. To answer that question because on one hand if they sympathize with this situation and say they would snitch you know how belligerent and stupid people are they're going to say oh well you're a snitch and then on the other hand you're going to have people be like i ain't no bitch ass snitch let's be honest morlock there's no fucking street code anymore hell no there isn't there's always a street code until the police start talking about 20 plus years of somebody going i mean yeah or go home and I'm sorry, if I was in Takashi's situation and I had proof, and he did, uh, I mean, this really happened. A lot of it, two, two or three of the things was video, uh, and the FBI, when a hit's made on your life and they get it on a the wiretap, they come and tell you. They did, used to do it with yeah. the mafia i'm sorry i'm not no i'm not going down for you stealing for me yeah all right well yeah that guy right there yeah him who else you need (laughs) you you know what i mean that one now there's always two sides to every story and we play devil's advocate here one might say well he wasn't from the streets growing up he chose to associate himself with them
1: yeah but i also say to those people if you were in the same situation and needed the fucking money too you'd do the same motherfucking thing
0: like you know how you sitting there's like more man, i mean, one day we're gonna make it music bro we go you know what i mean we're gonna make this we're gonna yeah. do that and then once you start getting all that money bro that greed goes to your head and then takashi stops fucking with a few of these dudes and then what do they start doing plotting on him you know yeah. what i mean As far as that goes, I mean, look, bottom line, Treyway brought it on them, that gang or whatever. They brought it on themselves. They knew that was going to happen, and everybody else knew it was going to happen too because I don't care. You can be the hardest motherfucker ever, and there may be a few dudes that's like, oh, I ain't no snitch, fuck it. I wouldn't do it.
1: But there's a difference in being a snitch, and this motherfucker got a hit out on your fucking head, so what's it going to matter anyway?
0: Yeah, and it's like, Takashi, the one point that, that brought it home for me... Uh, why i understood is he said who's to say okay y'all heard all that let's say that i didn't snitch and i held it down who's to say i'm not in prison and they get word or something like that and they kill me in there
1: i'd rather be dead on the outside than alive in
0: prison Yeah, exactly dude exactly you know a lot of people's like oh well dude how is this rat still making music i feel like a lot of people sympathize with the situation
1: what makes it different what makes that whole situation different is that he knows that somebody's gonna put a hit out on him if he didn't if he didn't know that yeah that's just being a straight up snitch yeah but when you know that somebody's gonna fucking kill you that's not being a snitch that's you just saving your life
0: well bro much less you know he was taking care of a lot of these dudes. I mean, like I said, I, whatever's whatever, man. I mean, you involve yourself in that life, and that life's going to come back and bite you. He did what he did. Now, they're getting on there and, and showing your jewelry, bragging about being a rat. Like, he made the comment, how many of y'all know a rat come back and get more views than you? He said, look, I'm breaking records. Look, you now that shit right there was just sympathizing with you. And now it's like... Come on, man. Because cause some of them dudes went and did shit for you, and then you told on them. Yeah. Those dudes right there, I'm sorry. They didn't deserve that.
1: So, no, they didn't deserve that shit. Like I said, my whole part of the situation that I was putting any point of view in was the part of him telling on the people that were sitting their head out on him.
0: But it could come from any of them, and I understand that. But it's like, I would have got on there. I wouldn't have been bragging and showing off all my jewelry and just a lot of that stuff he said, man, I would have cut a lot of that shit and just maybe have been more humble and not as cocky as he was. And I'd have just been real. Look, guys, uh, I'm going to keep my career going. Those of y'all that want to ride with me can, but look, man. And then say the, the shit that he said. And leave out the bragging and talking shit and king of New York. Like, bro. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, like you, you're, you know? not, you're not like you were before, dude. Nobody's going to really take you serious like that. When you're a rat to a lot of people, you're a weak bitch. Cut the tough guy shit. I personally didn't like the song. I mean, more like when you get a chance if you. I, I didn't know. like. I
1: like you sent it to me. I didn't really like it. I mean, all it was was a bunch of bouncing ass, a bunch of fucking. Yeah. I call I call his mumble scream rap.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, and
1: he, he, he's his is map.
0: It, exactly, and and then I guess the dumbass was outside taking pictures and the first place he was at and some chick goes on instagram live like oh my god takashi's taking pictures (laughs) so his address got leaked so then of course he's forced to pick up and move then he goes to a 2.7 million dollar mansion and then somehow his address gets leaked yet again okay so then he's got to leave again well, then, we uh, when I was talking to you, I, I stumbled upon this. Takashi Six Nine makes 200k donation to Children's Hunger. The charity rejects the money as of the USA Today. Yeah, you know, you know, like I was telling you, you know, you're an asshole when, when even hungry kids. <laughs>
1: You know you're an asshole whenever you got a little starving kids below town and they then look back up at you and go, like, You know what? I'm good.
0: Yeah. Uh Tammy, guys, uh Takashi Six Nine sent you all Burger King. Who was that? Takashi We're good. Excuse me?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're good. Who, who, who's that? Takashi sick? Oh, no, no, I'm good. No, thanks. Yeah, we're I'm good. good.
0: Hey, Timmy, you haven't eaten in three days. Uh, I, I'm good. <laughs> I'll, I'll take my chances. <laughs> that actually really shocked me, bro. You know what I mean? But I guess it's just some people ain't going to give a shit. They just hear him and all that drama, whatever. You're going to get these street dudes that, I mean, if I was him, I wouldn't be walking around in public because I guess... A few of these addresses where he got leaked, they were talking about some goons pulled up on him or some shit. And the way he's moving, he's trying to move like he moved before. If I was him, I really wouldn't do that. Well, last thing I was going to say, I mean, do you think he's just going to continue to do big numbers like he is? Or do you think eventually people's going to be like, you know what, man, I'm just, I'm done with this dude. He's
1: He's just hitting right now because of the publicity yeah. everybody's wanting to be part everybody's wanting to be part of the publicity that's yeah. the only reason that any of this shit happens anyways because all these young hipsters want to be part of a movement of some type that yeah. they believe that they that one day they'll be able to tell their kids about yeah. and shit. like motherfuckers sit at the couch like you do and watch your fucking videos from home like you do any other day just no nobody gives a fuck What you think you are important even though you think you are that that important.
0: It's like the heart of music is just gone. Nineties and early two thousands rock that we love so much and even rap. We're just we just gotta face facts, bro. Like we'll never see those days again. You know what I mean? Except the bands that we have you
1: noticed that have you noticed like all the tragedies that were happening and now all this all of a sudden this shit starts happening with the coronavirus and all that shit and now all of a sudden they just all disappeared all oh, of a sudden yeah. all the other tragedies just disappeared yeah they're nowhere to be found they're in hibernation because there's a nasty virus out there yeah. they're too smart to come out and play
0: yeah really that's why it's so hard for me to find new artists that I actually like post malone's okay well there's been a couple new rock bands that i've listened to there's a guy I like called young blood a kid from the uk you know he, i like his music you know he kind of got that alternative ramones punk type sound i like that and then he also joins some artists and hip-hop and shit like that i mean I, I like shit like that i like machine gun kelly man he's been doing some rock stuff like with travis barker and he did a song with that dude young blood you need to check that out Called young blood and mgk called i think i'm okay dude it's a badass song i like shit like that but dude it's just i don't like a lot of this new shit bro
1: I don't either i personally believe that the one thing responsible for the reason music's getting shittier is because the they keep wearing their jeans tighter, and it's squeezing all the musical fucking <laughs> yeah. talent out of all of our musicians.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: loosen up your fucking jeans, for fuck's sake! You ain't got to hit that extra octave because yeah. you squeezed your left testicle up into your throat. Just so you could hit that extra high note. You don't have to do that. You know, they a, uh, a fucking button.
0: Dude, it's so funny you say that. I was talking to my fiance about this. Like, you know, we would go out, like, even to Ross and other stores, and I kept thinking, why are all these fucking pants anymore? Skinny jeans and tight legged. And I mean, bro, to find an actual some, I'm not talking, like, I don't like baggy pants like I used to, but I like to have a little room i had to fucking dig just to find that and i couldn't figure it out and then i kept thinking oh yeah because a lot of these new artists movie stars shit like that that's all they're wearing
1: hell that's why they gotta put people in the dressing room now they're like can i help you you're like no i just gotta try this on they're like no real for real can i help you Mm because you you need somebody to help you in them motherfucking pants yeah
0: But, all right, guys, that's it for Takashi 69 Give us your take. Let us know. What do you think? You think his career will continue to go? I mean, what's your thoughts on just everything? And uh, do you feel like we do, which is, I mean, it's everybody's talking about it. I mean, look, I understand why the dude did it. Am I going to support him? No. Is it because he ratted? No. It's because I just think his music sucks. I mean, that's just my opinion. i'm not into that kind of natural
1: piece of shit (laughs) yeah
0: yeah i just think he's an untalented fuck anyway uh give (laughs) us your guys take but all right more like let's move on to a to a more familiar set of music that we like let's go head over to loudwire sound (laughs) loudwire.com and uh i found this article i think it's very interesting 12 rock and metal cover songs that are better than the original I don't know about you dude I love cover songs a lot of songs that I really like whether it be whatever style I love hearing the rock
1: versions of them
0: I always look up different songs I've just always been a fan of cover songs what about you
1: it just depends because lo- uh, there's a lot of slower songs that translate good into heavier music and then you got a lot of heavier songs that translate good into slower music. I mean, like I said, but then you got them to where it just doesn't mix and match well. It just depends on the, the band and the, the song and what the tempo is.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. First one, uh, we've got Judas Priest covering the green Manal- I don't even know how to say that. Uh, it's it was originally by Fleetwood Mac, the green M-A-N-A-L-I-S-H-I Manalishi with the 2 prong crown all right i've never I, I gotta be honest i've never heard that song by fleetwood mac i've never liked judas priest i know a lot of people do like motorhead one,
1: two, three, two, three. I, i've never been three. a
0: fan of them dude that's just not that style of, of metal is just i'm like eh. i'm good but let's move on to one we've probably heard of here uh next one we got metallica whiskey in the jar that was originally by oh, Thin yeah, that yeah. Was,
1: that's my shit right there
0: yeah that was uh when metallica was good a uh, lot of people stopped after- at the black album i liked the black album but after that i just i didn't like their stuff what about you
1: oh dude they're still going i mean fucking hard and heavy i just seen them not that long ago i seen them last year awesome show in in kentucky yeah and awesome show the singer
0: james hatfield they said something about i don't know if he relapsed or got out yeah, there and had to go going, to rehab
1: yeah he's going back into rehab but uh he's only be supposed to be doing a couple months pull this time
0: <laughs> yeah this time i mean dude you're 60 james let's calm it down brother if yeah, uh yeah, if nicky six from motley Crue, like like uh, nick swartzen said He's like, I'd watch uh, Go Home and i drunk 20 beers and then I'd hear Nikki Six drunk heroin out of a fire hose. <laughs> you know, if, if he can quit, if he can quit, you can, James. Come on.
1: Yeah, no kidding.
0: Now, this next one is my favorite song by Jimi Hendrix and uh, no, no disrespect to Bob Dylan, who's a legend, but Jimi Hendrix, All Along the Watchtower. I love this version. I love this song. It's my favorite Jimi Hendrix song bob dylan's version is good but i i love jimmy's version better what about you Morlock? I'm not a huge fan of the song yeah you like jimmy but you're just not really that big into him huh yeah all right well next one we got led zeppelin dazed and confused the original version was by jay Holmes. gotta be honest not too familiar with that one though i do like led zeppelin i'm not really too familiar with that
1: i'm not a huge zeppelin fan i like a little bit of floyd but not much yeah, i love uh, that's my favorite band of all Everybody always gets mad at me every time I say that. Wow. But I mean I don't know, they everybody if you don't have their same taste of music automatically like oh, yeah. oh. no no we oh You're an American <laughs> Yeah When <laughs> limit, limit
0: oh That's what the dude told me. I was like uh dude you know Pink Floyd's from England, right? Dip shit. What do you mean? I'm not American?
1: <laughs> it's the same sound you get whenever you let a good fart. <laughs> it always happens when if, if somebody finds out that you don't like their music. Yeah, like like, yeah, like who's your favorite band? Like, I'm like, oh, he never really listened to him. I'm like,
0: oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, god, dude, really, I know. really? I know. I had a dude one time because I was a Florida State fan around here. Called like, dude was. I thought he was joking at first. Was dead serious. He goes, "You're a traitor." I was like, "Really, dude?" Because you're born in Tennessee. That don't mean you gotta like every Tennessee team. Like, you know, you can like other people, bro. Calm down. Like, dude, it was dead serious. I was like, damn, bro, chill. All right, Murloc. the next one, we got the Ramones, California Sun. I, I like the Ramones a lot. I have heard this song. Now, I've not heard the original by the Rivieras, but this is a good version. Now, I can't judge it because I've not heard the Rivieras, but I do like this song. I like the Ramones, man. Do you like them? Uh, no, I'm not big on either. All right, well, you probably won't like the next one, The Clash. I Fought the Law and the law one by bobby
1: fuller four i mean it's good for an older song
0: dude that's a classic come on class, yeah, the yeah.
1: classic. yeah yeah
0: next one we got and i love this song red hot chili peppers higher ground the original song was by stevie wonder i love this song bro next one i know you're familiar with this one one of my all-time favorite bands raids against the machine song renegades of funk the original version oh, yeah. was by Africa Bombada. You don't know that. Yeah, I didn't either actually, but I love this song. I didn't know Africa Bombada Bombada, however you say it. I didn't know he did this version. Now I've heard I've heard both versions, but I didn't know it was him actually. But I I love Renegades yeah. of Funk. I love when they play it live too. Alright, uh next one we got Quiet Riot. Come on, feel the noise uh the original
1: uh,
0: yeah originally by Slade. this this was a, you gotta like classic shit you, you used to get these old classic random songs like this i like it i dig it this next band dude look man i've just never been a typo negative fan uh, i guess the song summer breeze by originally by seals and croft a good friend of ours and an old bandmate, denny dunn was always into this type of metal like typo negatives the cannibal corpse Yeah, I'm good. Like, that's where you lose me as far as metal goes.
1: Yeah, I I ain't never been a big type of negative fan. I just don't like that
0: I went down to the place where the blood blood... You know, like, I just... That's just... Nah, I'm good, bro. All right, next we got rock and roll legend Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. I love rock and roll. Originally by the Arrows. Classic song. I love it. Classic, classic. Dude, Joan Jett was a bad bitch. Like, she could shred the guitar, dude. Oh, yeah. She was like a really good musician. Not just a front chick. She was badass. Like, didn't they do, like, I think they made a movie about her, the chick that played in Twilight. What was her name? Kristen Stewart played her. It was actually pretty good, dude. Told about how she got started and how she met her bandmates and how good of friends they become and just how they didn't take any shit from a lot of the male musicians and bands that they encountered. And Joan Jett didn't take no shit, man, I'm telling you. And uh, I I give her respect, and that's why she's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And the last song uh, here is by Bruce Springsteen, or Manfred Mann's Earth Band, Blinded by the Light, originally by Bruce Springsteen. Blind. Minded by the light a lot of people are probably familiar with that but when blow came out that's when a lot of people really got familiar with this song
1: everybody got familiar with that song when they found out that that the lyrics wasn't uh locked up like a douche yeah, yeah.
0: another <laughs> Yeah.
1: oh god
0: name some cover songs you do like morlock like. can you think of any off the top of your dome just some classic covers uh, that you a lot
1: had. of a lot of them was like stained of course yeah uh stained mud veins lincoln park Caesar, especially
0: yeah you talking about like songs you actually played when you were in a band
1: yeah yeah okay. yeah
0: all right yeah that's a good idea actually i i remember we played raids against the machine bulls on parade wish you were here yeah smashing pumpkins today all right well are we gonna stay with loudwire.com and uh this is the last thing we'll discuss here slipknot's jim root i'm planning a solo project slipknot guitar yeah dude like when i seen this i knew we both had to talk about it slipknot guitarist jim root is planning his own solo project using his time in quarantine to compile new ideas root revealed the idea to loudwire during an exclusive interview detailing his creative process and admitting he may overthink it to death slipknot often revolves around the schedule of Corey taylor going dormant when it's time for the front man's focus on stone sour after slipknot's tour schedule for we are not your kind is complete the nine will likely be away for two or three years giving the musicians ample time to work on other creative projects so morlock what's your take jim root solo project sign me i'm on.
1: just i'm just curious to know who else is going to be in the project well is what i'm curious to know
0: he said uh Quote, I've had a lot of people ask me about doing a solo project. I think now I have a little bit of extra time to dedicate to that, so I've been writing some stuff that maybe wouldn't slide into Slipknot's world. Root explains, quote, I would like to start a solo project just because I need to stay busy. You know, I didn't start a family. I never got married. I didn't do any of that stuff. I know Corey wants to do a solo project that's outside of Stone Sour. He's mentioned that, unquote for a set continuing he says for a solo project i'm gonna go overthink it till i'm insane it may never come out so bottom line uh jim root man i I think it'll be interesting i don't think he really he doesn't really say anybody he's gonna have in it but you know he'll probably have he'll probably have some interesting musicians with it uh i think it's interesting that it's going to be different from slipknot that alone uh i'll definitely be looking out for it um so i don't know what do you think about
1: it yeah i think he will i mean he'll definitely put a different touch on it but it'll still have that slipknot feel to it of course because it is jim root and i don't i don't know if i like the idea of it being just jim i wonder if they're gonna take uh mick with them too yeah
0: he probably he, he'll probably include a lot of those dudes you know Because Sid, he's got his DJ thing. You know, Corey, he's got 29 things he's doing. Uh, Be interesting. I wonder what will happen with Jay. I I don't know. Give me your take on Slipknot. Like, you know, losing a lot of the original members. Chris Finn's no longer with them now. What's your take on the quote-unquote new Slipknot?
1: People are still, of course, going to always be asking for the original Slipknot and all that shit. Dude, them days are over. But Slipknot, you can't... I'm not taking nothing away from Slipknot at all whatsoever because they're still fucking just as explosive. They're still that same Slipknot that we've always known and loved. You know, I mean, they're still that come out there, kick you in your teeth, and get the job done with. Man, nowadays, they're amping it up.
0: I mean, they're the face of, of rock right now. They got their own festival now. They're everywhere. I mean, just look at their stage from when they started until now you know what i'm saying and
1: yeah i know people ridiculous.
0: yeah it really is but i think a lot of people don't understand you know and, and us is as, as playing in music granted we weren't as anywhere near as big as slipknot but people don't understand man that sometimes things don't work out and it's like with them you're under a record contract and you have to put out so many albums and do certain things when you're under this contract so if you get into it with a guy a guy quits you fire got whatever i mean dude you have to keep going or you got to fucking pay back all that choice yeah yeah so i I think it's hard for a lot of people to understand and i you know a lot of people don't want to hear nothing about the business side or they don't want to hear that you know a lot of these bands
1: i like here i like the business side of it because where we well for us it's entertaining because we've grown up trying to do this part of the business or try to get into this part of the business.
0: Yeah, I mean, let's be honest how them them guys made it with nine members bro we were about to kill each other with four five so we had
1: uh i mean seven not, at one time
0: oh yeah 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 i mean i mean i never like had any issues with you i mean let's be honest a lot of it was mitchell and then when we were started our first band when i met you chris was another mitchell he wasn't as bad as mitchell Chris, had a, he had temper tantrums here and there, and it was hard. But, I mean, he did provide a lot of the equipment shit like that, too, and we jammed at his house. But, you know, you always will get difficult members at times, and there's going to be times you don't always get along. And I know a lot of people look at a lot of bands like they're, they're heroes and inspirations, so when an original member leaves, it's devastating to some people.
1: Uh, yeah, it is. Somebody's... They look
0: up to these people. Yeah, man. And some people like to keep going. They don't want to take two or three years off. I mean, some people just want to keep going and they start side projects, not because they take away from the main band. They don't want to stop. And a lot of people give Maynard shit over that. Well, hey, the guys and told the bass player, Justin Chancellor, wanted to start a family, and then Adam Jones, he left the band to deal with some stuff. Some people don't want to quit. They want to keep going, so they meet people. Like, hey, let's start something up. I'm cool with that if you went out and did a record or two and, and you know, everybody agrees to take time off, but, you know, like bands we've been in, we would jam with people that would be jamming with somebody else and it started interfering. Yeah,
1: it starts interfering in the original band that began the first place. There's Just go be with that band.
0: Yeah, really. And maybe me and you took it too serious. I don't think we did, but maybe to some people we did and that's fine whatever i loved it that much i really i really wanted to make it do i sit and think me and you if if we had maybe got with a different set of people maybe we'd still be doing it nowadays i just know we hit a lot of dead ends and it sucked all we can do is look forward yeah you're right man i mean I, i look man i had some great memories playing music i'll never forget it met a lot of good people things happen for a reason and we're here in the podcast game so let's get it
1: let's get it
0: all right guys that's gonna do it for music anything we talked about today leave us a comment give us your take dude. we want to hear it i'm interested to hear everybody's take on really everything we talked about let us know your favorite cover song what you think of the jim root project and what you think of takasi 69 he's snitching and he's a bitching but let us know your take guys we want to hear it Bro, let's gang guys uh the episode was running a little long and uh morlock had some stuff going on and i did as well so we actually won't be doing a, a full segment of gaming news i'm just going to remind everybody i don't know if you all notice all you mortal kombat 11 fans huge news we have mortal kombat 11 aftermath dropping guys you're getting three new characters and fujin raiden's brother god of wind i believe he is i he is one that i'm highly anticipating playing he is sick he looks good fatalities he looks like he's gonna be one of the smoothest as far as gameplay characters in the game next we have robocop yes robocop uh, i was a little unsure about him but the more the trailers were released head on over to netherrealm studios and or mortal kombat 11's youtube page guys watch all these trailers You'll see what I'm talking about, and then the last character we have is Shiva, who looks like Goro's sister or uh, wife, whatever. But they all look really good. I was actually shocked. Now, sometimes the way the characters look in a trailer obviously can be different when you actually do get to play them But if, if they're anything like the trailers, oh my god! Also, guys, that will be I think the prices start if you already own Mortal Kombat 11 and you've already got the first combat pack one. You got to pay 39.99 now i'm gonna discuss this next week on my thoughts i'll elaborate more i do think that's a little expensive however if you don't own anything mortal kombat you actually will be getting a good deal because what i paid for the game when it first came out $59.99 you get the mortal kombat game you get everything in the combat pack one including the six dlc characters and you get the new characters and everything in the aftermath now aside from three new dlc characters frost scorpion and sub-zero will have new skills skin variants. There'll be some more story added on in the story mode continues and it looked pretty sick too. You guys definitely need to check that out. And also what else do we have new? Friendships are back. All you old school Mortal Kombat fans know friendships are back in the game and I'm telling you they all look cool and funny as hell, guys. And then finally we have stage fatalities. I'm an OG Mortal Kombat fan from Mortal Kombat that one you know the uppercut out on the bridge over the moon i I can't ever remember the level names you uppercut them they go down in the spikes there's one kind of similar to that then we have the deadpool returning it's a great stage where you uppercut them they land on a hook and the hook lowers you down in the acid one of my all-time favorites yeah but they do have one that include the spike stage they have one where you throw in the tournament mode where you throw an arcade on them guys i'm telling you it's sick we love gaming guys we probably will be discussing gaming i just don't know if it's going to be a segment in the future it's just with gaming man it's really hard to just sit here and describe it to you guys because as we all know the visual is much better though we'll discuss it we'll let you guys know what's in updates and certain games and stuff like that i just don't see in the future us having a game gaming segment however me and morlock haven't been able to actually sit down face to face map out the show this was literally the first episode of us back so just bear with us guys and bear with us on the sound also this was the first time we recorded an episode and doing it over the phone uh Warlock was over the phone so some of the sound might go in and out my fiance was doing laundry and where i wanted to be sure you guys could hear Morlock. i kind of had to turn my volume up so you might catch some of her uh, it'll be a dryer or something so i do apologize if you guys catch wind of that that's going to do it for gaming there'll be more Fortnite news coming up as season three is just weeks away it starts june 4th so we'll talk what's been happening in Fortnite. been really i had to tell you guys about the aftermath as y'all know we've talked a lot of mortal kombat 11 and guys go to their netherrealm studios youtube page or it may be mortal kombat 11 or and definitely check out all the friendship trailer stage fatalities robocop shiva fujin gameplay it's going to be hype again tuesday may 26th if you own the game it's 39.99 if you have combat pack one you own the game but you don't have combat pack one it's 49.99 and the best deal i think again if you don't own anything you can buy the mortal Kombat game. you can get all the new stuff as far as aftermath you get combat pack one all the skin variants that they've put out everything for 59.99 we'll talk more about it possibly next episode episode 81 but that's going to do it for the gaming segment though this week guys sorry i didn't have more news for you again we were running a little long so we'll let you guys know the status of the gaming segment or if we'll just discuss it top of the show with the regular news all right guys back to the show ready set show time okay. all right guys on to everybody's favorite time of the show it's been one of your motherfucking names i tell you it it is been one of them motherfucking names. It's time to rant. So, uh, Morlock, as I've told you, this is the time of the show where if you got something on your chest, we get it off. We got some people to expose, we'll expose them. Okay.
1: Give it an air to rattle it <laughs> into you. Yeah.
0: We, we don't give names, but we'll make it so you pretty well know who we're talking about if we do expose somebody. Yeah,
1: buddy.
0: This week, uh, I got to tell you, man, um, I've been hearing a lot of these with the pandemic, the COVID, and all this. A lot of people raising prices, you know, otherwise known as price gouging and shit. A lot of the places I would avoided, and I, I didn't realize how bad it was, Until I went to to this local grocery store that I go to. Now, to a lot of people, this may not seem like a lot of money, but to me and Morlock, I think people are missing the big picture here. We're just going to discuss and break down what we think of this and why we think it's fucked up. For those greedy businesses who are raising their prices during this pandemic and just give our take on it, just go from there. So, uh, Morlock, you ready, brother? No, I'm
1: trying to blow me and my blood pressure up
0: all right well let's have a rant yeah more like uh, down here where i live this place who shall remain nameless uh we don't want to get sued but I, I like this place man i really do good people i'm not talking about the people and i know you had an interesting take on both sides of this but look man i went in here and i just started noticing a, a lot of the stuff i noticed was like shit that people would eat just sitting at home like snacks drinks and shit like that Dude, it was ridiculous. The prices Brothers. that yeah, shot up. You. Yeah, man. No. Leave real
1: Debbie alone.
0: Yeah. It bothered me so bad. I feel bad, but I, like, went off about it to the the lady that worked in the store. It all started over a box of fucking these, the muffins, these little muffins that come in the packs. <laughs>
1: Grab the box and go, how can you sleep at night?
0: <laughs> yeah. But they were like, two for four dollars, bro. Now they had them five dollars a piece. Now forget the price let's not focus on that my point is look man make money whatever but not while this is going on with all the people struggling right now dude the store they got to make money now granted maybe they got the price raised on them by the actual company it seems to me I'd be like, look, I'm putting my, I'm not doing that to people. I get it, they got to make money to survive, especially with everything going on. Out of all the times you choose to be a greedy prick, why to do it at a time like this? That's just how greedy
1: people are getting, man. What do you think? As, as I get, went back to my my original statement, how can you sleep at night? Sir? Yeah,
0: yeah, dude. Maybe the way I think is a world that's just non-existent anymore. If I got to sit here and make money off of people struggling, manipulate, whatever it may be, dude, honestly i'm not bullshitting i would rather be broke than to make money off of people suffering and hurting and to beat it all them knowing that furthermore do you not think if you skyrocket these prices people obviously catch on to it there's many different places to buy food and just whatever it seems to me you're just going to be turning your customers away when there's positive ways to use what's going on you want people to come spend money at your store well if your prices are realistic and affordable you're going to get probably twice the customers with everything going on because where people are at home they're going to be using more stuff so therefore they're going to have to be going back probably buying double what they normally would there's no need for you to skyrocket the prices and profit off of people suffering and if you do that yeah you heard it here first ready set show podcast dtm orlock you're a piece of shit scumbag cocksucker if i absolutely had to if my family was in dire need i get it but come on man these are big corporations they know what they're doing. They know people are gonna be at home, and they're doing this shit on purpose, man. You know what do you think? More about? like what's your what's your view on
1: it? Well, that's the only only way to look at it. Is you you only have two main focuses on it. You have the one side where we're getting screwed because, uh, yeah, they see that we're getting uh, getting checks from the government right now. So of course they're gonna raise the prices on everything. So they're getting their take right back. Uh, they yeah. can't never let us get on top
0: yeah dude look i think the stimulus thing was cool i think it was kind of fucked up the people that over child support kind of got screwed on that i feel like if they were gonna forgive every debt they should have forgave every debt child what's going on right now i don't give a shit if you've you know i'm not taking up with the people that have never paid child support that don't care about their kids but i mean come on dude this right here has nothing to do with that This is for people that cannot work or provide for themselves because of this virus. Give the checks to everybody. There's a group of people that aren't getting checks, so now you're making it equally as harder by raising these prices for those people.
1: Yeah, they're not using the brain at all.
0: They're not, dude, and I got to tell you. And what kills me, gas went down. The greediest fucks on the planet.
1: And And now it's coming back up yeah
0: yeah well no it was a dollar forty yeah yeah nobody was going anywhere i mean that's why they did it but yeah, yeah
1: nobody was going anywhere like,
0: like john lower it make us look good you know yeah, while nobody's
1: uh, it looks good for a day or two to the people that are going somewhere
0: oh wait a minute you five people got gas raise them back up yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kick the side of the pole. We've had some cases or whatever, but I could tell a difference where we live somewhat as far as I noticed there was some people obviously wearing masks and stuff. Now I'm sure in bigger states and cities like New York, California and places like that, they obviously got hit harder.
1: It just like looked like a bunch of like we were being invaded by a bunch of fat Darth Vaders. Yeah,
0: yeah. I never forget. I went to pick up my fiance's prescription, and, and and the lady wanted me to use my credit card to to type in the pin pad. Right? Well, I misunderstood her and thought she wanted me to use the pin on when you where you scan your uh, debit or credit card. Dude, yeah. this old bitch had a karate grip, grabs my fucking hand like really hard. Like, no, no, no. Uh-huh. I'm like, damn, bitch, you can't just grab. Like, I mean, so you had. Uh-huh. Yeah, you had like it kind of pissed me off up on me. And i'm like hey you old bitch hey hold on but <laughs> i mean it kind of pissed me I had off to karate size your ass real quick I was like you better get your golden girl look like ass off me <laughs> but uh no i mean yeah, yeah it smells just like Geritol. but what i thought was so funny is like okay you had people struggling to get toilet paper okay well then there was people going and buying it up now, at first, I thought, okay, they're doing it because of the virus. Well, the information came out, guys. Buying up all the toilet paper isn't going to prevent you from getting the virus. And then you just started to realize people took advantage of the situation and were fucking selling it at a crazy price. Like, bro, it got to a point to where I would go in the store and couldn't even find any. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, dude, this is ridiculous. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? But It's just like, I remember a time when everybody was cool and shared everything. But so now it's just like everybody's just all about themselves, man.
1: You know? Well, it's just like whenever uh, everybody hears that a uh, crisis is going to happen. Yeah. What's yeah. the first thing everybody runs out and gets? Yeah. Bread and milk. Yep, yeah, things whatever. that are yeah. fucking completely perishable. Yep. Yeah. The worst perishable thing possible.
0: What's your overall take on, on this virus, more or like, Give your opinion. What do you think about it?
1: I just sound like a conspiracy theorist whenever I try to explain it. I think it was released by the government. I really do. Well, I don't think it was necessarily the government. I think it was the Bilderbergs organization. Oh, really? Probably ain't a good idea for me to be talking about them on well, the wave. It, well, but,
0: I mean, it's just your opinion, man. I mean, you know, I'm sure there's other people that feel the same way i feel like yeah it got released somehow and i don't I, I don't i'm not sure if it was on purpose maybe it was but i feel like it wasn't meant to be May, i don't know maybe it happened accidentally like that video that was sent with the alexa them telling them that i'll tell you this I, I don't give a shit how the hell it got out here I, I don't know you hear so many different things it's bad it's killing people then it's oh well it's not as bad well then people's like oh it's it's not as bad as the flu okay well i'm sorry the flu they didn't shut down businesses so i don't know if it's just like it's worse than everybody thinks they're just not telling you that so people won't flip out i'm glad this shit's over i'm ready to just get back to normal yeah me too Uh, like i'm just it's just to the point man like i'm so tired of hearing about it and and for the love of god figure out the fucking next round of stimulus checks or something open shit back up or something because look man like i said i'm one of the ones i'm not being shitty or bitter about it i've said my piece on it but i didn't fucking get one and right now dude i i've you know tried to find jobs as well as i'm sure you have and i i'm not really having any luck right off so we need to fucking figure something back out or i don't know man because this is gonna get to a point (laughs) So where those of us that didn't get checks or whatever, you know, I'm going to be honest with you, they're going to get money one way or another. <laughs> it could be legal. Yeah. It could be illegal. So if you're going to send out the next round of checks, you better fucking make sure that everybody that should get them, get them. If you're going to forgive one debt, you better forgive all of them. Yeah. Uh, you got anything left to add more luck? You good? Are you ready no. for COVID yeah, to be I'm over? Good. I'm ready for that shit to be gone. All right, COVID, get out of here, you son of a bitch. All right, guys, let us know your take. If you've had a price gouging issue or, you know, some shitty place that's doing that shit, let us know. I know they shut down a lot of online places doing that, and I've heard some uh, businesses got shut down as well that we're doing that so that's a good step i think that's perfect i think if you're doing that you should be shut down but all right guys that's gonna do it for episode 80 morlock again bro we're glad you're back and, uh, hey, hey. bear with us on the sound there may be some parts here and there this is my first time actually our first time doing it I wanted to give it a test run pretty much from here on hopefully morlock will be here i'll be over at his house recording the sound's a little iffy here like I said, just understand we're trying it over the phone and uh, feedback, phone... please. Yes, yes, definitely leave us feedback. feedback. Yes, we uh, will be doing phone interviews if, like I said, if uh, I go back and do the editing and everything, and everything's good, me and more like we'll be doing some phone interviews. It may be with local musicians. Who knows? Maybe we get lucky and uh, get Five Finger Death Punch on the phone. Somebody, you know. Whoever it may be, we want to start doing more interviews and stuff. So uh, me and Morlock will be getting together. We haven't had a chance to really sit down face-to-face and map out the show. So the uh, OG co-host is back, and I'm telling you guys, it's going to be entertaining and fun. I'm very excited about it. Morlock, get uh-huh. the, tell the people what you feel like the Snot record said.
1: I feel like... Granddaddy Purple smacked me across
0: the mouth. You and that fucking Granddaddy Purple. That's what we're calling this episode, Granddaddy Purple. More like, do uh, you want anything to say before we wrap up here? Y'all stay safe. All right. No, no, I'm glad to be back. DT, you're the man. Oh, I, I am glad, glad to be back, <laughs> man. Uh, We're doing this again? We're really
1: gonna do this <laughs> no, again at the end of the I'm episode? I'm not trying
0: to one-up you, man. <laughs> he said little Timmy's hurting. Help him out. You <laughs> prick." break
1: for God's sakes,
0: help Tim. <laughs> help Timmy. All right, guys. But for episode 80 of the Ready Set Show podcast with your host, DTN. luck. We out, guys. Peace.